Before we start this episode of the Industry Horror Coffee Cast, I just want to say ahead of time, I did make a mistake. I said Ally the Alligator when I meant Ally the Alligator. Alright, and now continuing on with the Industry Horror Coffee Cast episode you're going to listen to. Hello there, I'm Lemmy Muckrocker of the NNN. If you're wondering what the NN means, it means bringing nothing but negativity 24-7. Our top story looks like San Francisco is looking at the blueprint of the what should have been a success from Detroit with the RoboCop. And San Francisco, instead of having a cop, just have a plain robot with a gun. As I'm Lemmy Muckracker of the Negative News Network, bringing nothing but negativity 24-7. Welcome to the Industry Horror Coffin Cast. I'm your host, Nathan. And first off, I just want to say, as I'm recording today, it is Happy Crumpish Not. It's Krampus Day, everybody. Now, of course, you'll be disappointed. Sorry, I will not be reviewing the Krampus movie, but, but, however, I'll be reviewing a 1980s classic movie. And what was the inspiration of me reviewing this movie? Well, sometimes fiction can eventually become reality. And the city of San Francisco decided, I don't trust cops, but... (laughs) Well, the city of San Francisco thinks, well, with police brutality and everything, why not? We can certainly trust a bunch of robots with guns. What could go wrong? <laughs> and also, I'm very busy with watching a lot of the Halloween movies. So... Here is an 80s classic, 1987 RoboCop. Because it's perfect timing in the city of San Francisco, they will have robots with guns. And it's, and people, I'm not kidding, it is reality and not a Babylon Bee article. Now, what do I got to say about RoboCop? Well, well, at first I kind of thought I was... I ended up watching the wrong movie. I know that's kind of crazy to say. But the way that they kept on interjecting a bunch of these news reporters and talking about other stuff. But I think that was the idea of director Paul Verhoeven. Excuse me, Paul Verhoeven. He wanted to give you an idea of trying to find a way to interject uh, having it be... Very, you know, as I said, interjecting to to segue into the story. So that way you understand what's going on and how we end up getting introduced to Officer Murphy, played by Peter Weller. I have to say, RoboCop, great music. Peter Weller does an excellent job of being Frank Murphy slash RoboCop. I thought the transitions in the news and commercials was an interesting take. I appreciate the editing choice of first-person point of view of RoboCop being online. 
Now, the villain was somewhat obvious. But to be honest, uh, seeing the actor Kurtwood Smith as Clarence, all I could think is Red Foreman from that 70s show saying, Dumbass. I'll put foot to your ass. And Eric. And it goes like, Kitty, everybody knows that he's a jackass. That's all I could hear. <laughs> That's all I could hear from Kurtwood Smith. But he does a he does an excellent job with being the bad guy in this, uh, being the antagonist in this film. It's just it was interesting that they had him uh, wear glasses. I thought that was an interesting. It was interesting for him to wear glasses. And the police officer Lewis was great as well, played by played by Nancy Allen. She does a great job. You get mystery and helping people. I thought it was funny and in a way even prophetic. Especially the commercials. I'll wait to see Ally the Alligator. And I'll get that for a dollar. So overall, I have to say, I got to give this three out of five Robocops. And I just thought this was a very interesting movie. And and I kind of wished I watched this movie sooner. It's just one of those type of movies that you wished uh, you watched sooner. You wish you didn't give it the benefit. Yeah. You wished you didn't uh, doubt on how cheesy the movie looked. I think this movie was ahead of its time. I know that's... Gee, what an original opinion. A mo- this is a movie that's ahead of its time. But in a way, it is. And I really appreciate the design of RoboCop. And... And I kind of... If I was interested on how they were going with, you know, with, as I said, you know, transitioning ad, you know, ad to ad, uh, in order to transition throughout the movie of what's going on. I even appreciate a little bit of foreshadowing of the news reporters uh, reporting about something, and and it actually came into play in the movie. Usually, it would just be background, like just find something to talk about. And that way they can find a way to get to the point of, hey, uh, this officer was shot down. I mean, was shot down, uh, died, and they're trying to look into who, who killed the officer. And then you get the introduction to uh, Officer Murphy. But it really did come into play. And I really do appreciate that, storytelling-wise. And I really even appreciate the fact that they made a strong female protagonist in this film. But guess what? They didn't have to keep on repeating she was female. She had her own... She had her own thing. She blew... She blew bubbles... She blew bubbles in her in her bubblegum. She blew bubbles from her gun. 
you know, you knew the type of personality that she was. She was a no nonsense, but at the same time, she had a heart. You know, I got that immediately within five seconds. And they didn't have to repeat, oh, by the way, I'm a female. I'm, I'm strong and independent. They didn't have to do any of that. And I really do appreciate that. Sorry, I didn't mean to get in a tangent. It's just, it's just really great of having to have that. And also you could tell they were equal. They were equals between, between Officer Murphy and Officer, and Officer Lewis. You could tell they were equals. And they each had their part, but Robocop might have been the main part of it. But at the same time, you could also tell this was also, in a way, she had an effect when, especially when it seemed that everyone was, you know, spoiler ahead, but uh, everyone went after Robocop. And she was the only one that was, you know, standing right next to him. They were a great team. And I'm kind of hoping that RoboCop 2 and RoboCop 3, uh, you know, ex- you know, extends that relationship between them. You know, as respectable, as respectable, friendly... cohorts with each other and I, and I and as I said I really do appreciate that so as I said before three out of five Robocops I definitely recommend people check it out if you're a fan of 80s and and you're curious about what the heck is Robocop what does that mean well check it out it's actually on YouTube right now it's free with of course you have to watch some ads through but it's free with ads on YouTube right now. And that's how I watched it. So, yeah, I definitely recommend people check it out. Of course, you have to be of a certain age in order to watch it. Because it is rated R, so. But in this case, this is a rated R that... If you feel that you could handle it, parental permission first. All right. There is some cussing. There is some gore. But I want to say I recommend people check this out. <laughs> Thank you all for listening to this episode of the Industry Horror Coffin Cast. As we close the lid on this episode of the Industry Horror Coffin Cast, I really do. I do. I really do appreciate all of you industry horror hearers and casual listeners out there as well. Uh, I hope everyone had a great time, especially at the Ventura Wine Walk, I do believe. That was on December 3rd. Hopefully everybody, especially shopped at the Industry Horror Store. Uh, I hope, and I really appreciate all those people that shopped at the Industry Horror Store. Because Industry Horror helps employ autistic adults both at the store and at the warehouse. In the trades of silkscreen printing, stickers, banners, and more. And if you would be interested to keep on keep on continuing autistic employment, well, you can. Well, if you are interested with if you have silkscreen printing needs, 
stickers, banners, and more, please do contact industryhorror at gmail.com or industryhorror.com. We also have some social media pages you can contact that way on Instagram and on Facebook as well. Also, if you are interested to shop, you can shop online at industryhorror.com. Or if you just so happen to be around the Venture County area, stop on by the store off of 518 East Main Street in downtown Ventura. Near the Buffalo Exchange store, right across the street from the Century 10 movie theater. So, I just want to give a heads up to people that... Uh, also, on December 3rd, it was... I do believe it was something along the line of International... International... Disability... Disabled People's Day. I do believe that's what they call it. Uh, it was... It has been an official day by the United Nations since 1992. And... Yeah, I just wanted to say that. Uh, I know I'm a little bit late. But I just wanted to have a episode. I just wanted to mention that. Because... Because, well, I'm autistic myself, and and I just wanted to say that, well, I might not be exactly physically disabled, I do have what people call invisible disabilities, which means it's more in the mind than actually you could see right in front, oh, clearly this person is disabled. And also, another heads up, there might not be a podcast episode for a while. And what I mean for a while, probably six, seven days, because I'll be watching the rest of the Halloween movies, and I'm just curious on seeing, can I find a way for maybe just one, one person maybe, I mean besides me, to make a bizarre tradition Of watching Halloween movies during the holiday season. I listened to people on the social media and the polls. And people wanted me to review the rest of the Halloween movies for this year. And so I've listened. And I hope I don't end up breaking the the bank on rentals on watching these Halloween movies. But... We shall find out. And also conveniently. This wasn't. This wasn't even planned. I had no idea. But bizarrely enough. It was announced that. Halloween Ends. Will be releasing. On I think. Not on digital but. Halloween Ends will be releasing. In physical media form. I mean, most likely a Blu-ray. On December 27th. And I just thought, wow, how convenient. That wasn't even planned. I I asked people about if they would want to... If they want me to watch the Halloween movies either for next October and I could make an episode out of that or you can't wait and you need me to review the rest of the Halloween movies this year. And people spoken, 
voted and it was unanimous. People wanted me to continue on reviewing the Halloween movies this year. So I decided to have it be during the holidays and call it as a segment of holidays. So the so listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor.fm. On December 12th, I'll start reviewing the rest of the Halloween movies, starting with Halloween 2. And no, not Rob Zombie's Halloween 2. Halloween 2, John Carpenter's Halloween 2. Alright. And also... Also, if you think you would be a great guest for the Industry Horror Coffee Cast, or if you have any horror movie suggestions, you can contact IndustryHorrorCoffeeCast at gmail.com. You can also contact me and my social media of Instagram and Facebook as well, Industry Horror Coffee Cast. And as I'm Nathan, telling all of you to have a horrid night. Ha 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 ha